This is exactly right. Welcome to the mini-sode of My Favorite Murder. Uh, this is the one where we read your emails um, that you have sent to us while your crazy, different, interesting stories. Apparently it's New Year's Eve right now on, for you guys. That's right. Goodbye, 2018. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Truly and deeply. Just let's fold that year up. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, light it from the bottom with a Bic lighter. Mm. Watch it go up. Don't burn your thumb. Please drop it right as it really starts to take yeah. Take light. Uh-huh. And then just let's look to the future of 2019 being peaceful, beautiful, um, success, uh, satisfying. <laughs> Give me an adjective. Uh, happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> Full of cats and dogs. Um, and happiness. Yeah. Here's your stories, guys. Happy New Year. Well, one of the better intros we've ever given. Uh, can you tell it's late at night uh-huh. and it's not New Year's? What uh, Do you know what you're going to do for New Year's right now? Well, no idea, you. I never know until the last minute. I have to tell you, I just got invited to my friend's party, and it's a party of people that I like uh, that are like adultish and kind of cool, where I'm like... This could be the New Year's Eve that turns it all around Great. for me. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, I'm going to grow my, my nails out real long. For I gu- New I'm Year's. guessing Vince and I will stay at home and watch movies. Think so? Yeah. I've been uh, treating oh, the past, I'd say, eight New Year's mm-hmm. like they had nothing to do with me. <laughs> Just like that they were none of my business. I mean, that's, yeah. Right? Yes. Because what am I supposed to do? If you're sober, you really have to, you really have to do some, some internal work to enjoy New Year's. Yeah. Uh, Do you like barfing? And do you like 20 year olds barfing on the sidewalk? Mm -hmm. Well, then get out there and get into it. (laughs) But if you don't. Do you like not being able to park anywhere and (laughs) other people drunk driving? And Uber rates uh, uh, up in the. uh, That's right. 3000 percentile. Right. Okay. So let's see. This is a this is an interesting email to kick off. It's a New York story. It's a ghost story. Oh shit! Um, and then there's there's also a tech aspect to it for all you techies. Weird. Um, the subject line is haunted Apple Watch weather report. Okay. Hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen Menagerie Associates. Here's a little ghost story for you. For nine years, we've celebrated New Year's Eve at a family friend's house. And because we all have kids, we do a countdown at 9 p.m. Uh, and call it good. Love it. It's so funny. Um, everyone goes home because no one ever wants overwired kids. A few years ago, the host family's husband took his own life. <gasps> But we have continued to have this party anyway, because it's been such a long tradition. It's bittersweet. And this was the second year he wasn't there. Um, this year, when we got home, my mom called to wish us a happy new year to talk to my kids, etc. cetera. Uh, and because it's been super cold, she asked the weather. Since I was on the phone, um, I looked for the temperature on my Apple Watch, where I use an app... Uh, that does snarky weather updates. For instance, right now it says you're going to take these clouds. And you're going to like them versus mostly cloudy. I like it. Uh, it's more fun than the basic weather app. So while talking to my mom, she asked the weather. I checked my watch and the update had nothing to do with the weather. Instead, it said 
I sent a ghost to haunt you tonight. His name is Jerry. <gasps> and Jerry is the name of our deceased <gasps> friend whose house we were just celebrating. Oh, at. my God. I made my husband come over and take a picture before it went away because, again, I was on the phone and couldn't do it myself. And 20 minutes later, the message was back to the regular goofy <gasps> weather updates. You know, what's cooler than a million dollars? The weather outside. I immediately texted my close friends, knowing Jerry was an, who was an early adopter and loved tech. Um, those that knew him decided that he, if he was going to send a message, a snarky weather app would totally be the platform. <laughs> I now check the weather all the time, haven't heard from him again, and I hadn't seen any non-weather related updates since. Anyway, S says, DGH, stay sexy, don't get haunted, Gretchen. <gasps> Steven has a photo of it. The actual photo. Wow. Oh, my God. That's amazing. We'll post it on our Instagram with this post. Also, Because also it's like, like that's tragic, tragic deaths happen um, and people have to go on. And there and that is that kind of thing of like, no, you don't stop doing it. You keep on doing the tradition and you, you, yeah. you know, that's what a lot of people just do. You 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 make do. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of amazing. And then it's like a little weird little message. That's super creepy because it's like, not like it's someone at the app was like midnight. I'm going to send a goofy thing. It's like nine 50 on that clock. And that's not a goofy weather. No. thing. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. And that's this fucking rando name of the person. Was right. It Jerry Garcia. <laughs> um, all right. This one was sent to me and I just, it's not new year's theme, but I just, I love it so much. Okay. And I, I think you'll love it too. It's a little long. Okay. My favorite murder story that I helped solve. Ooh. Hi, Karen and Georgia. And just so you know, I got permission from this girl to read this. Oh, good. Okay. First of all, your podcast is amazing. I'm a huge fan and fellow serial killer murder obsessed weirdo. I'm an artist and all of my art actually has to do with uh, bringing peace to women who have been murdered. But on to the real reason I'm emailing you. My favorite murder story that I totally help solve. So I work as a manager at a restaurant in Brooklyn, New York. I have dealt with anxiety and depression for years and earlier this year decided to start microdosing with psychosib... How do you say it? Psy- psilocybin mushrooms. Shrooms. Psilocybin. Psilocybin, thank yeah. you, as a way to cope. Now, when you microdose, you don't actually trip. You just feel a little energized and much happier. So mid-July of this year, I had been microdosing for a couple of weeks and everything had been going fine. I woke up late one morning and didn't have time to eat before I left for work, but still decided to microdose. This was a mistake mm-hmm. because I took them on an empty stomach. By the time I got to work, I was full on tripping. Uh, I was managing it and staying calm and things were going fine until the bartender went on his lunch break and I got behind the <laughs> bar to cover for him. No. Next thing I know, two NYPD detectives with guns strapped to their hips wearing fancy suits walk into the restaurant, come over to me at the bar and ask to speak with the manager. <gasps> me. No. At this point, I'm starting to panic, but managed to remain calm. They in, they then introduce themselves as homicide detectives, and my face lights up. I, I'm, I literally obsessively watch true crime, listen to true crime, read true crime, etc. They proceed to tell me that a couple days before, a young female nurse named Samantha was murdered in her home in Queens. She had been raped, strangled, wrapped in a sheet, and then shoved in her closet. Mm. Her brother and father had found her after Ugh. they broke into her apartment when she didn't respond. Horrible. The detectives go on to tell me that they believe she met the man who murdered her quote on a popular dating site and that they had just started dating but had not yet met any of her friends and family they tracked down they tracked the last known place the victim's credit card had been used and lo and behold it was at the restaurant across the street from ours Mm. um 
Then the police tell me that the other restaurant does not have good security footage, but the couple had walked in right in front of our restaurant and security camera and restaurant security cameras. Mm -hmm. So they need uh, me to get the footage so that they can run facial recognition software on it in order to identify the suspect. Let me remind you that I'm still tripping balls and all I can think is, oh my God, this is real life true crime shit happening right now, (laughs) right in front of me. So I can't shake this freak of a grin off my face. Legit, they must have thought I was crazy. So I managed to pull myself together and go downstairs with the detectives to look through security footage. After about 30, 40 minutes of searching, uh, our timestamp was off a lot and luckily allowed me for time to start coming down from my mushroom trip. Yeah. They were able to find the footage they needed and both the victim and the murderer walked right under our cameras. They then thanked me, took the footage with them and told me to stay updated on the story. Ooh. Not two days later, I follow up with the story and find out that detectives ran the footage from our security cameras through facial recognition software and identified him. They then track him from New York to guess where? Los Angeles. Ooh. Now this is the really other crazy, really crazy other part. They raid his hotel room where they find not only him, but another woman tied up who was being tortured. No. They saved the woman and he is currently in prison in California facing charges of rape, kidnapping and torture before he can be extradited back to New York to be charged with the murder of Samantha. Wow. In his most recent interviews with a reporter who visited him in prison, he said that voices in his head told him to murder Samantha along with four other women in the Connecticut and New York area that he met on dating sites. He said he, quote, liked them and didn't want to kill them, but the voices in his head made him murder them. So that is my favorite murder story and the story of how I helped homicide detectives identify and catch a killer while I was tripping balls on mushrooms. I hope you all enjoy my story. And I was like, this is bullshit. I would have heard about this. But then she's like, here's two fucking links about it. And it's (laughs) 100% true and even fucking crazier. Wow. It's bananas. Thanks so much. Best regards, Kelsey. Wow. That's so crazy. I know. I, just the idea, and it, it's hilarious and insane and also kind of makes me panic, the idea that she was tripping. Yeah. And then, have I, have you ever been around an actual uh, a detective? Because I had a homicide detective knock on my door one morning. Thank God I was like, I think I'd already miraculously taken a shower, which normally wouldn't happen <laughs> yeah. if I was just around the house. Yeah. Um, and was like wearing a bra. <laughs> but... somebody there had been a shooting like down the street from my house oh my god and so it was just a guy asking if i had heard anything or seen anything and i had the exact same reaction where i was like um um and i was like i was like i heard something the dogs barked i checked my back fence to make sure no one jumped over my fence and that's it but it was the, it's a whole different realm of person. Yeah. Because well, it's Paul fucking holes. It's a Paul most, holes. It, I had to have a lunch conversation with him and I was just like, I can't speak. Yes. There is a, there's a gravitas to these yeah. people. They, they're in the shit. They do the shit. They're trying to fix the shit. It's, and oftentimes they wear really good suits yes so there's colored suits suits and, and they the, have a, but then they have a gun it's a gun in a suit which scares me i'm scared to be around guns it's sexy and scary yeah. it's a, attraction repulsion it's, it's blood like, sugar sex magic <laughs> <laughs> are you okay that wasn't that funny it was <laughs> 
Because also what you couldn't see, listener at home, is that Georgia per, like looked down at her hand and listed those off on her fingers. Like, <laughs> like it's clearly this Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Oh, great oh, album. Fuck. Great album. Anyway. Okay. Thanks, homicide detectives around the world. Yeah. And you're wonderful suits from the men's warehouse. Thank you for your service and your suits <laughs> and your sex and, and magic. And your sex and your magic and my blood sugar. <laughs> okay, here's this one doesn't have a subject line. Hello, yeah. beautiful people and animals. This happened in 1998. I had just graduated high school and I thought I was grown like all 18 year olds uh, do. Huh? Nope. Number one. I met a guy in a chat room online. Uh-oh. Nope, number two. We started meeting in person. He was in college and lived in a dorm. So when he invited me over, I thought it would be fine. Yeah. Nope, number three. I went at night. <gasps> I got into the dorm, which was tiny. It consisted of two beds and a tiny kitchenette. Nope, number four. This guy walks into the kitchenette and is in there for what I thought was too long. Suddenly, he turns around and is holding a fucking butcher knife <gasps> and is walking toward me with the most maniacal look on his face and smile- smiling from ear to ear, showing all his teeth. <gasps> I can still remember what he looked like at that moment. Oh, my God. So, I just took off my shoe, which was a steel-toed Doc Martin Hell boot. yeah, 1990s. And hit him in the face <gasps> as hard as I could and just booked it out of there. I've never told anyone the story, but decided to share it with you guys. <sighs> Stay sexy and don't meet people online. <laughs> Hope. P.S. I still have those docs and I wear them when I meet new people. Hell yeah. How fucking hilarious is that? And sorry, the subject line, which I didn't read you because I didn't want to blow yeah. it, um, was my Doc Martin saved my life. Uh, that's one of those really cool things that you always wish you would do and you tell yourself to do is to not wait till he's like just kidding that was a joke you fucking hit him in the face because how dare you fucking pull a knife on me even as a joke well also if that's a person if that is a person who would do a joke like that to you yeah that's a dangerous personality you don't know them well enough that's not a joke actually i've as a person who has studied jokes for quite some time (laughs) i can tell you right now a Butcher knives and people who are half strangers, that's not a joke. No. That's a person that's trying a to scare you. A butcher knife when you know someone so fucking well is not a fucking joke. Yes. Hit, hit, hit your sister in the face. Hit your sister Dr. in the Doc Martin, if she pulls a knife on you. Do the practice of, and you can say this too, you can be like, this is just a boundary I draw for myself. Yeah. If you walk toward me with a butcher knife, I will kick you in the face. Totally. That's just my personal rule. If you don't want to be friends with me because yeah. of that, so be it. Yeah. And the end. I because have my boundary is a knife. And the and you know you hit the boundary when I hit you in the fucking face with my shoe. I'm not against also hitting people in the face with a shoe if they smile and show all their teeth. <laughs> because there's you don't need to do that. It's too many. That's too that's you're doing Stephen King shit when you're showing yeah. all your even your back teeth when you're smiling? No. No, no. Stop it. We don't need to see all of them. You're no one's that happy. The two in front convey the message. Yeah, if that. I you get could it. try to do it like me, where if you're worried about your yellow uh, corn nibble teeth, <laughs> you can smile as if you're always not that happy with the situation. <laughs> mm. It's a smile that goes, mm, wish it wasn't like this. Mm. I'm mad at you for making me laugh. <laughs> okay.
Hey, Karen, you know that feeling when you're stressed out and your heart starts to pound and your mind is racing? I do. I know it well. Well, while there's no cure for stress, therapy can help shape your response to it. And since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, there's no better time to try Talkspace. When you sign up for Talkspace, you'll receive a personalized match with a therapist or psychologist, typically within 48 hours. Forbes rates Talkspace as the number one online therapy platform, plus their licensed professionals are in-network with almost all major insurance companies. Once you meet your therapy goals, or if you want to cancel for any reason, Talkspace will provide you with a prorated refund for unused time. I feel like these days people understand the importance of therapy, but the difficult part is just taking that first step. It took me months to make my first therapy appointment. I was so scared. I had a lot of ideas in my head about it. And that's why I think Talkspace is such a good idea because making it so approachable will just get you there sooner. Then you can actually get in there, figure out what you need, talk to an actual professional and be on your way to solving some stuff that you might want to solve. To celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering our listeners $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. Go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and use promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and enter promo code SPACE80 and get $80 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's Talkspace.com slash MFM. Enter promo code SPACE80. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash murder. And here's the important note. That promo code is 
all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Okay, here we go. Okay. Holiday boozing reveals skeleton and family closet. Oh, hello, Karen, Georgia and Steven. You guys mentioned recently. Sorry, cats. He doesn't. This person doesn't. <laughs> you guys mentioned recently that the holidays were a great time to pry long hidden secrets out of drunk relatives. There's no better holiday for drinking than New Year's Eve at my parents' house. And it was actually child's play to get my mom to confess something Soto voiced. What does that mean? Soto voice. It's whispering. Oh, that's a theater major right there. Thank you. Uh, after astronomical levels of wine, <laughs> while the men in the family were safely tucked away in the garage to better access the beer fridge. Oh, I could fucking picture it. Got a beer fridge. Mm. Mm. When I was born in 1991, my parents lived in a small town in Iowa with a population of about 4,000 people. Everyone knew everyone, but the way she described it, more menacing than uh, Cheers vibe, everyone was all up in everyone's business. <laughs> my dad worked as a butcher and was handsome but shy, a combination that charmed all the old ladies in town into knitting me baby blankets and sewing me quilts. Aww. But apparently there was one customer at the meat counter who th- took things too far. Uh-uh. One day, shortly after I was born, the police showed up at the meat counter to tell my dad that he'd been subpoenaed to testify in a divorce hearing for a couple in town that my parents didn't know. He said there must be some huge misunderstanding because he'd never met the couple in question. He sat down with the husband's lawyer who showed him a picture of the wife. And though he recognized her as a customer of the store, he was adamant that he did not even know the woman. Oh, no. The lawyers then showed him hundreds of pages of crazy sexcapades (laughs) that this woman had written about in her diaries that supposedly went on between herself and my dad. Oh, shit. Like crazy level stalker fantasies. Just whole diaries filled with kinky ramblings. Don't get your hopes up, though. No amount of alcohol was, uh, was no amount of alcohol has made my mother give up the dirty details. Trust me, which I think is probably best for you. You don't want to hear your. No. Yeah. Don't try to get your mom to tell you dirty shit about your dad. Absolutely not. Anyway, needless to say, my dad, my shy dad was mortified and the lawyers, uh, no, in no certain terms that the lady was making all this shit up. Right. All said and done, he didn't have to testify and he got a restraining order. Shit. I asked my mom what the woman's name was. I wonder where she's living now, i.e. it better be freaking far away. It's been 26 years and she no longer no longer remembers. <laughs> I personally would have prioritized that shit as something <laughs> worth remembering, though. I am also sworn to secrecy to never let my dad know that I know he was the subject of a crazy lady's erotic fiction maybe i'll pull the story out of him next new year's eve stay sexy but not so sexy you become an unstable midwestern housewife's unwitting muse (laughs) katie i'm sorry but it's true like a a hot shy butcher oh yeah and you're just like you're just some ignored housewife that's just kind of trying to make it make your day-to-day work totally and then you're just like i need pork chops i need something i need Hard pork to pork chops hard. <laughs> there's a sexual innuendo there that I don't feel like. But there's sexual innuendo all around the the whole butcher situation. Yeah. It's very carnal, literally. It's very, uh, you know, it's basic. It's almost caveman yeah. shit. Yeah. We're just like, look at him cut that thing. They're like, make this thing for me and wrap it in a pretty package. But he's all like, eyes down, like, well, excuse me, ma'am. And then you're blushing like, blushing while he cuts your pork chops. He likes me. Uh, he likes me. Daddy. She's sure. got defiance disorder. There you Goodbye. go. Goodbye. Daddy. Just be cute, but not loud. Amazing. Butchers. 
everywhere. Uh, now I'm going to write some butcher fan fiction. <laughs> Butchers. All right. Are you ready for this lighthearted Christmas found in a wall story? Sure. Hi. When my grandparents <laughs> retired. <laughs> that was such a sweet butcher. A shy butcher. Hi. That's a shut. Oh, my God. I have to go. <laughs> I have to go get a couple um sausages. <laughs> Hi. 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 You want to go in the back and show me the where See, the real meat is? <laughs> I don't know. What's the thing? Is that How sexy? Do you flirt? Is that sexy? Is that flirting? To be- <laughs> Hi. Where are the... Where are Hi, the- do you want to show me where the real meat is? Yeah. And he's like, holy Christ. <laughs> hey, where are you? You forgot I was shy. Let's take yep. a look at your gizzards. I'm not shy. Let's take a look at <laughs> Sweet breads. Show me your gizzards. <laughs> Big okay. boy. Okay, sorry. Um... We'll continue practicing this. Okay. Hi. When my parents retired, sorry, when my grandparents retired, they sold the house my mom had grown up in to my parents. Right. Keep it in the fam. Got it. We lived there for 15 years until my parents built their dream house, moved out, and started renting the old house to friends. Several years later, the house was burned to the ground in a wildfire. Basically, the only thing left was the chimney. Once the ashes cooled, my parents and their tenant picked through the rubble. One of the few intact things they found was a little ceramic figurine. No one knew anything about the figurine, (gasps) but my mom brought it home as a memento. A month or so later, my grandma noticed the figurine and started to laugh you finally found it she said my mom was totally baffled until grandma explained when you were little you loved playing with the figures in the christmas nativity set (gasps) where we that we displayed by the fireplace uh one year you lost one of the wise men i was so mad they're supposed to be three and you just can't get a replacement (laughs) wise man (laughs) but you just found him (gasps) on close inspection you can see that the figurine was molded into old-fashioned clothes and was painted until the fire burned it off we figure mom must have dropped the wise man into the crevice between the chimney and the wall (gasps) making him irretrievable until the wall was destroyed oh my god there's a happy ending to the burned down house too my parents donated the land to habitat for humanity and now a family lives in a new house built there blue Oh, it's not blue. It's, that's blue's the name. Okay, but was that an evil fire starting wise man? Yes, but he waited years and years. He's to like, get his revenge. I'm going to make a quick funny joke about it. <laughs> wow, that's I'm, creepy. I'm going to wait till everybody in, related to losing me moves away. Yeah, <laughs> that's creepy. I, I love know. it. Isn't it good? But yeah. it's like, imagine then I just go crazy thinking about like all the things hidden in a house. <gasps> Yeah. If it's a family house that's passed down and all the things are just like, this was in a crevice. One time at our old house, I remember looking into a heating vent and seeing something oh, down I bet there. There's so much shit in heating vents. And pulling it off and finding a ring <gasps> down, down there that was like, it was either mine or my sister's. Yeah. It, we had lost it like a year before. But then being like, I think that was one of my first treasure experiences wow. where I was like finding lost things where it's like, oh yeah, you don't think about if something drops and you didn't notice it. Well, the weird thing too is when something should be somewhere and disappears, like my mom, my sister was a little baby toddler dropped my mom's wedding ring. It was never found like yeah. on the floor. One time I threw a Barbie at my sister's head. The <laughs> shoe flew off into the closet and we never found it. It was like, well, where did the shoe, the shoe should have been there, you know? And I always figured we'd find it when we moved, but we never did. Yeah. Where'd it go? I don't know. But that just made me think of my favorite picture I ever saw on Tumblr was someone put Barbie shoes on two cigarettes and it, it, 
It looks like that's funny. <laughs> it looks like a person walking down the street. It's my favorite picture. I like that. It's really I I love Barbie shoes. Yeah, they're really ridiculous. They're such choking hazards. Uh, right? Because you had to chew them. Oh, I totally chew them. Did they have do we they still chew have them all them? the time? I don't know. Does Barbie still have normal shoes? Choking hazard shoes? Can um like a seven-year-old write in and just tell us <laughs> <laughs> what's the Barbie shoe status right now? That's right. Is she still in permanent high heel position? Oh, those poor feet. That used to stress me. You know, my mom didn't let us have Barbies. No. She was against. Huh. My so mom should have been. That's- if someone gave them to us, we got to keep them if it was a gift, but she wouldn't buy them for we us. We were obsessed. Like, that's all we did is played with Barbies. Yeah. We got weird hippie. Like, this is a family that Midge. owns their own RV. Yes, exactly. <laughs> owns their own, their own organic farm. For real. My oh sister my got a thing one year and we were both looking at it like, what the fuck? We've never seen a commercial for this family where the mom is shaped normally and the oh. children are, you know what I mean? Dude. Like, no one wears a corset in this family. I used to steal my brother's fucking G.I. Joe and he and Barbie would bang. Hell yes. I would just smash those plastic bodies together. There was something so satisfying about smashing Barbie doll bodies together and you, whatever weird made yeah. up sex idea that you that's had. what you think fucking is right and you just got to work through it it's kind of i feel like in a way they kind of gave them to yeah. us that was part of like get ready for this weird panic that's coming in four years and that is what sex is just smashing your plastic fucking bodies smash together. your plastics together <laughs> god i gotta get, get my plastic smashed pretty soon <laughs> I haven't had my plastic smashed in fucking ever. (laughs) Oh, I haven't had my plastic smashed in 25 years. (laughs) Hasn't been a plastic smashed in this house in 25 years. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Happy fucking New Year's. Happy fucking New Year's. Listen, let's all promise each other right fucking now. Let's set our intentions for 2019. Yeah. That we're all going to make it happen. Make it happen happen let's make it happen in 2019 everybody let's all smash our plastics smash together in 2019 tonight but safely but say safe Sa- safe and consensual S- plastic smashing all night <laughs> let's do this and thing. all of 2019 <laughs> y'all stay sexy and don't get murdered goodbye, goodbye. happy new year happy new year elvis want a cookie <laughs> good boy yeah, he's like yeah absolutely